if you spread the love, you will get it plenty back. And that's where you start, you know, because then suddenly you have the strength to start looking at what do I want to do? In your favorite aspect of travel? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, my way of traveling is definitely the key. It's easy sometimes for me to think, oh yeah, that's doable, let's do it. I really like to be able to get people what they want and get them more. I mean, it's been very, very difficult in the last couple of years. A lot of people don't dare to ask, but then actually go in and ask. So, you know, sending it out there, you have to send it out in the universe so they can send it back. Fuel your dreams, ignite your inspiration. Join us and feel at home here at Fearless Inspiration. Suddenly, it just kind of turn into magic when I'm with other people and then so much fun is going on. You know, you never hear about it on the, on the news, but there is so much kindness. It's just about how you communicate with people in a way that you make sure you understand their point and that they understand your point and it all comes from a place of love, even if you're not agreeing. And today's guest is Anna Lagavis Christofferson, businesswoman, founder of the magical Swedish bar and restaurant group Boda Bars in Edinburgh, where she creates truly innovative events to bring the community together. It's great to have you on the show, Anna. Where are you calling from today? Well, I'm in Edinburgh today. Cool. The opening icebreaker question I like to ask, is there something that is a passion that just drips out of you, something you're both good at and love doing that you can tell us about? Yeah, I would say when it comes to working together with people, I think that's probably my my main drive. You know, when I can uh, do things together with others and feel that we're working well together or I can bring out the best of them and they bring out the best of me. I'm I'm an extrovert, so for me it's much easier to be creative when I'm with others. Yes. I wouldn't even call myself a creative person if I am on my own, but suddenly it just kind of, you know, turn into magic when I'm with other people and then, you know, so much Fun is going on. Brilliant. No, that's that's a cool answer. So it's a relaxed format and we can meander wherever we like. But I generally like to build a bank of inspiration for people. And so I ask people what their, their main routes of inspiration are. Now, I've got a bit more on your background, but start off with who is your biggest inspiration and why a person? Maybe alive or from the past history? I think I couldn't say just one person because I think there is many people that inspires me in different ways. I would say that I have a family that are very entrepreneurial. Yes. So almost everyone has run their own business. Wow. My dad runs his own business. My brother runs his own business. My mother doesn't run her own business, but she totally could have. Yes. She just decided to become a nurse instead. I think it's more because of tradition. So my mother inspires me because how conscientious she is. Uh, whatever she does, even the smallest things, she try to improve. You know, and we're talking like baking cinnamon buns. How can I make that more efficient? How can I make that better? How can I, you know, increase the quality? So I think that is really inspirational. And then I have others that maybe are more spiritual friends. Yes. That just manage to look at things a different way. So my friends, uh, Carolina, you know, when, when she approached a, a problem, she always managed to do it from a, you know, if I look at it that way, she look at it that way. Okay. And I just really love that. And, and um, 
so that inspires me with different people. And I, I very, I'm quite conscious that I go to different people for different inspiration. You actually do go, you've got that as part of your toolkit. You actually already know inside your head that you're going to people for inspiration. That's great. I mean, a lot of people maybe don't even have that set out. And I also think a lot of people don't dare to ask or there is pride in, you know, showing your vulnerability if you don't know things, but then actually go in and ask. Yes. You know, sending it out there. Like my, my friend Carolina, she's like, you have to send it out in the universe, you know, so they can send it back, which for me is a bit hippie-like, but actually in the way I'm thinking, if I'm asking people, so this is what I would like to do. You know, have you got ideas? For example, if it's property, you know, I would love to renovate, you know, a house in a classic, you know, Swedish modern style. You know, I would send that out and ask people within the, that could have the connections. A great answer. Just a little bit more on you, if, if I may, just for listeners. So you arrived in 2003 into Scotland from Sweden. You previously studied economics and led a service office space company. Uh, but then you decided to open your first bar in Leith, in Edinburgh, which was quite a statement with candles, colourful curtains, coffee, a wine menu and a no swearing policy. And it quickly became a treasured part of Edinburgh's bar scene. And you've opened quite a few more, which I, I know about. Yeah, so that has been kind of snapshot of your journey. Yeah, that's been 17 years wow. of my life. Yeah. What inspired you to do you know, I mean, you did a lot there, but I'm guessing the biggest one was to start Border Bar in Leith. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say that it was me that had that original idea. It was my partner, Mike. He was like, oh, let's open up a bar. And I actually thought he was a bit crazy since we were not supposed to stay in Edinburgh longer than a year. Oh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was thinking going back into property when I came back to Sweden. I just wanted kind of a little bit of gap year before being too adult. But then we started one and then we started another one. And then, you know, it just kind of went on it. I liked the execution part of it, actually getting shit done. I like to make things happen. Having an idea and make it into reality, I think is a really powerful process. And also it's fun, right? It's a passion. You have an idea and suddenly you can make it. Yes. And you can get people excited with you doing it. And I think that you know, when you're actually getting a whole team together and being really excited of working together, that's really exciting. Beautiful. And I've seen it in action. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can see exactly what, what you're saying there. So thank you for that. Is there any time when you were challenged or at a low ebb and you managed to inspire yourself out or someone else inspired you out? I mean, it's been very, very difficult the last couple of years, I would say especially during COVID, so one and a half years. It's been really tough. It's been tough in many, many stages, but this is a completely, totally different level. And what helped a lot for me was exercising, okay, running. And I think it's it's just basic common sense. You know, your, your body starts producing endorphins, uh, dopamine, and then you become happier. Yes. You know, and then uh, eating. Eating is a great thing, you know, just don't do anything. Don't make any decision before you know that you actually are full, you know, like you're, for me, that's an important part. So, so you hear it's quite physical things actually. And then when I get myself down and, and the running and eating doesn't work, and then it is actually focusing on others. 
So stop focusing on yourself, focus on someone else. Yes. So that you are not stuck in your own head. So I think that, you know, I have become calmer, I would say, over the years. You know, I'm not quite as fiery as I used to be. You know, I let uh, decisions take a bit of time. Yes. Because I know not every day is going to be sunshine. Some days are really not going to be easy. Don't make any decisions that day. That's beautiful advice. Now, I personally love inspiring events that somehow spontaneously bring people together. You know, there's various examples of that through life. And I know you specifically focus on kind of quirky and innovative events that bring people together, such as your crayfish night and clothes swaps. And you've got this new kind events, online events to help like-minded people get together that you did during the lockdown. So do you have anything you can say in, in that space you think brings inspires people to be more together? I think all these events have come from, funny enough, it's probably come from a lot of people that just said, can you not do this? And I'm like, yeah, of course I can. You know, so the clothes swap, someone called me up and said, can you not do a clothes swap? And then it, we ended up doing it for probably 12 years. Oh, wow. And the singles nights was the same thing. Someone else came up with, oh, we fancy people in your bar. Why don't you have a singles night? So then we've done that. And I don't know how many couples have come from those events and marriages and kids. And, but also plogging is another one that we did for a while. Basically jogging and cleaning up other people's mess on the streets, which was quite fun. Uh, but that also was nice because I'm, you know, I'm quite conscious about the environment and seeing what can what can we do? How can we constantly develop? So yeah, I just think it's quite quite nice to see people meet. And that's probably the driving force behind the bars. And um, when I see people that not necessarily would have met if they were not in the bar, like different age groups, uh, different styles of people, different uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, when people from different nationalities are meeting. Because you had the language class, there was a kind of language class, I think, at one point. Well, yeah. not class, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. an international meet, wasn't there? I seem to remember. Yeah, exactly. I've joined, um, I joined a French group probably 2018 and we've been going all through lockdown and I met them because they came to ACFA. But ACFA is one of your bats, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that we don't have anymore, but, and it was great. And now they're really good friends, but these are, you know, ladies in their sixties that I probably would not have met otherwise. And we're having a, having a giggle. So I, I, can, I can see a formula here, which is, is really cool, which where you, you know, you create a, a wonderful space via your bars and it's almost like a crowdsourcing of great ideas then once you've got that platform to put them on. That's... Yeah, exactly. Someone says something and, and, you know, coming back to what I said in the beginning, when I'm with other people and someone talks about something, then you're suddenly like, oh, but maybe we could do this. So it is really, it's almost like, you know, when you put all the ingredients together, something amazing and really tasty comes out of it. And you've got like a Swedish feel to a lot of the places and beautiful interior design. Is it Sweden that inspires you or is it something particular within Sweden where that came from? I think regarding the interior design, I, I really enjoy interior design. In Stockholm, I did more modern style, more Scandinavian Nordic. Yes. I do really like that. But I think when it came to the bars, it just suited better to have a more of a home feel. Yes. If people feel really relaxed in the bars, they will also be relaxing themselves and they will start talking more to himself well if it's really you know yourself if you go to a really really posh restaurant 
want. Mm. You know, you will not kick off your shoes and, you know, pull up your legs underneath you and, and you know, sit and have a nice, you know, intimate discussion, maybe. You know, it's just, yeah. There's a word for that in Danish. Hige. Hige, that's it. It's got that convivial, warm and convivial feel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, if I, you know, when I did offices, it was again meeting places, but then I actually created a bar in the office. Oh, wow. I created a cafe, created a, a library, and then lots of different meeting places, but meeting places with different themes. So there was a space one, there was a, a jungle one, there was, you know, different. So the office space was all created to get people to meet. Yes. So almost having pinch points to get them to meet by the coffee machine or by, but that was in modern style instead. That was also fun. Right. For people who have got a low self-belief and forgotten how amazing they are, forgotten how to wave the flag, anything you can say to those guys just to inspire them to a bit more self-worth and self-belief? Yeah, well, it comes down to self-love, doesn't it? Well, for me, if you have to have a healthy, try to have a healthy body, you know, I would say go outside. Just, you know, I don't understand how anyone can think clearly when you're having a, a ceiling above you. You know, it just limits the way. If you go outside and it doesn't matter if it's raining or, or sunshine or, or winter or summer, walk up the hill, you know. And if you can't walk up a hill, then walk along water. Uh, just get that healthiness from nature. Yes. I think that's a basic starting point. You have to get the chemistry right in, in your head. Yes. You know, and then again, focus on, on others. You know, if you're showing love to others, you will get, you will be the one that gets the benefits from it as well, as well as the other person that you are caring about. And that can be, and I mean, you don't need to, you know, too much, but it's just like always saying hi to people that you, when you walk past someone or, or having a chat in the corner shop or, you know, just that, do some good deed. I think if you spread the love, you will get it plenty back. Yeah, it's that feedback. Yeah, it's just the positive feedback from doing those extra little bits. Yeah, and that's where you start, you know, and then I think the rest will come much. That will come, you know, because then suddenly you have the strength to start looking at what do I want to do? What would I like to be better at? You know, but then if you like yourself because you're a good person, it's so much easier to say, what skill sets do I want to do? Or what, what other things do I want to do? Yeah, I think that's my advice. Yeah, that's beautiful. Really beautiful. And now it's time for quick fire inspiration. Okay, quick fire inspiration section. Yeah. And be short answer or, or long answer. Uh, what's your, one of your most inspiring films? I think it was when I was super young and it was The Gorillas in the Mist. Gorillas in the Mist, okay. Yeah, it was with uh, Senora Weaver, but it was based on. Um, called Diane Foster, who just kind of gave her whole life on taking care of gorillas and trying to protect them. I just thought that was really inspiring. Not that I have done anything like it, but just that going abroad and, and you know, dedicate yourself to something. Love it. Great. Yeah. One of your most inspiring aspects of nature? Ooh, for me, getting up on a hill, jumping into a river, you know, walking in the forest, you know, when it's that kind of soft moss and the shine is, you know, the sun is shining through the trees. Oh, nature is, you know, in, in Sweden, we always go on tours. So in the evening, maybe at, you know, eight, nine o'clock when it started getting 
at Bedarka, we always do a little drive around and look at moose and and deer and fox and hares, and, you know, and that's really lovely. Great. Uh, maybe you've already covered this. Your favourite aspect of design or style, or most inspiring aspect? I think it's I've got quite a wide thing there. You know, it's one thing. I like it to be practical. You know, I like it to be smart and practical. So and efficient when it comes to space. Yes. What I don't like is figurines. <laughs> you know, or things that doesn't have a purpose. Yeah, can't stand it. So I would say that. But otherwise, it can be anything. It can, I, you know, I love Japanese style uh, as well as, you know, the old fashioned Swedish, you know, home style as well as Danish furniture. It's, you know, it's as long as it's functional and also a warmth to it, I would say very wide. One of your most inspiring songs. What do you sing before you go out? Well, that's really hard because that varies quite a bit, actually. I got Swedish music that I listen to that gets me in a good mood. Knowing what, on was a Monday, I was doing a shift in Victoria Bar and uh, I put on like an Amy McDonald uh, artist radio or something. And I heard a Perfect 10 that I haven't heard for ages and it made me in really good mood. Perfect 10. But I can't say that I have a, you know, one song. That's fine. That always does it right. And after the interview, Anna remembered what most inspiring song was. And it's It Takes a Fool to Remain Sane by a band called The Ark, who are from Sweden. And the last bit of quick fire inspiration, your favourite aspect of travel might be a, a way of travelling or a place. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, my way of travelling is definitely the, the key. Uh, and it's very much um, uh, trying to meet locals that tell us where you should go. You know, to get that the communication going and, and, and having a, a fun banter. And, you know, I do love planning. I mean, if I go to New York, I'm going to squeeze in everything. So I know exactly, you know, how I can. But at the same time, I always leave a bit of time so I can ask, where do you think I should go? Where should we head? Where should we go and eat? Where should, you know. Yes. And always bring the running shoes. Every time I go traveling, I always bring the running shoes so I can have a run in the morning or or sometimes it's faster to run between the sites <laughs> than taking a bus. Great, that is inspiring. Now, um, for people who want to keep a balance between being inspired and staying grounded, I suspect you maybe would say nature is, is a good one. But anything else you'd add to that? To stay grounded? Yeah. I would say to try to understand how other people think. Yeah, I think yeah, nature is for sure. But I think I'm quite grounded just because I come from the countryside. Yes. So even if I flare out and have lots of creative ideas, I'm still quite grounded. And um, yeah, just have a little bit of empathy for other people. Although most people do have that. But some sometimes if they, you know, just because maybe other people are not as creative as you are, or other people are more creative than me, for example, it doesn't mean, you know, it just means that it's really good because... You have different skill sets that you bring to the table. Yes. And one thing I feel like I learned a lot over the last year is that I'm actually trying to find those people that think differently than yourself so that you know that you have, you know, the different skill sets. If you say you have someone that's really, really uh, like my mother, you know, goes into details. That's what I need because I'm not that kind of person. You know, or you maybe have someone that is very pragmatic and not, you know, like 
to the extent of negative, that's also quite good for me because it's easy sometimes for me to think, oh, yeah, that's doable. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, someone can kind of say, hold on a second. Why? Why are you doing it? And I was like, well, because it's fun. And then, uh, yeah, but what's the purpose? So a good way of staying grounded, I would say, is to find other people around you that are different than you so that you can appreciate their skill sets. Yes, that's beautiful. That's a different answer to anyone else. And looking forward now, so I'm not sure what your current bar count is in Edinburgh, but you've still got quite a few. What are the plans next with that? Well, I've actually started doing uh, some consultancy, so which is really fun because I'm then working for others and I'm not always my own boss. Which is great because I get to meet with, you know, meet lots of other people. Um, so I'm working for a bar called The Green Room in helping them just achieving achieving their financial targets, yes. really, and, and adjusting their whole, you know, the business model so that they having positive cash flow. So that has been great and really fun. And so I probably would like to do more of that because I realized after running a business for 17 years with my partner, I think. Oh, I love meeting new people that challenges me. And then it's there's something else. I just haven't figured out yet what I would like to do. Yeah. But there is something else that I want to do. Something, maybe not even in hospitality, but something into sales, I think. Maybe property. Maybe more property. Maybe more sales. I like it. I realized, you know, over lockdown and, and COVID when I was back behind the bar, I really like sales. I really like, you know, to be able to get people what they want and and get them more, you know, like better than what they had expected, you know, giving them an experience. So that's what I like. That's great. Right. The last two questions. uh, First, what is most right in the world? Most right in the world is the human kindness. I think people, you never, you know, you never hear about it on the the news, but there is so much kindness. There's so much, in general, I think most people want to be kind to each other. It's just really nice. You know, if you if you hang out with those people or if you interact with people, that is beautiful. And the nature, of course, we need to protect it. Yes, I'm only starting to look into that a bit more. Can, can you tell us a tiny bit more about your nature, well, your environmental endeavours? Because uh, I know you're doing some boxes during lockdown for, uh, you know. Yeah, it was lots. I don't, I don't like waste. So I, I tried my best to make sure that we could sell out the stock that we had. Uh, we have, both of us have just been nominated for a sustainability award great. here in Scotland, which is great. And the reason for that is most likely our deposit bottle system that we have. So the idea was that the whole of UK was going to introduce the deposit bottle system, like most country in Europe actually have. Sweden has had it since 1984. So in bars, you can come in with a plastic bottle and get 20p off your coffee or tea or we don't discount alcohol, you know, for legal reasons, but come in with your plastic bottle and do that. So small things like that, but then also always choosing renewable energy as your as the company. So we're using bulb. So they, on a general basis, send us the updates. How much CO2 have you saved by using us? Yeah. That's our choice. That's us being customers. How do we do that? And then making sure that it's going through everything when it comes to, you know, trying to get local suppliers so that the transport is less, trying to, uh, you know, change the lightning around the old bars, which is, you know, it's old premises. 
So they all need to be updated to be LED lights and, and try to reduce things like that. And um, yeah, for me, it's, it's also about not wasting. If you have furniture, can you fix them up rather than just binning and buying something new? So that is one thing. So for example, my my son just said, oh, I really would like to have a new bed that's 120 instead of 80. Or So then I put the bed onto the Facebook group with our neighbors. Yes. So then one of our neighbors came around yesterday. It's like, oh, I need a new bed because my daughter is moving back in again. You know, So things like that, rather than being lazy and just take it to the skit, actually ask people, would you like this? Yeah, a bit of effort. That's really inspiring. And the last one is, What's your next book on your reading list? Oh, uh, <laughs> the one I have at the moment, it's called uh, The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read and Your Children Will Thank You for Reading. And it's really good. And it's just, it's not just the relationship between parents and children and grandparents. It's just about how you communicate with people in a way that you make sure you understand their point and that they understand your point and it all comes from a place of love even if you're not agreeing so that's um, i've started that book and haven't finished it but i am enjoying it very much good and if people want to get in touch with you how should they do that well they can just email anna at bodabar.com or they can find me on linkedin anna lagerqvist christopherson i think if they find Anna Christofferson, that should be fine. Uh, so that's probably the best ways. Perfect. And it's A-N-N-A and B-O-D-A is the spelling of that. Yes, O-D-A-B-R, yeah. Okay. Now, thank you ever so much for that, uh, Anna. It's been great. Yeah, thank you, Ian. My pleasure. <laughs> Anna truly has a gift to create great communities and bring people together. I'm so inspired, I want to open my own bar and create a community like she has done around hers. Here are the top 10 hits of inspiration from Anna today. Number one, working together with others where you might bring the best out in each other can make you so much more creative and you can create so much magic and fun. Two, get inspired by how other people look at things in a different way. Three, have already set up in your mind the different people you can go to for different inspiration, like a toolkit. 4. See it as fun, getting shit done and turning an idea into reality. 5. When in a difficult patch, exercise, eat good food and focus on others. More on that in a moment. 6. Crowdsource ideas and events from the community that you have, like Anna does from her bar communities. 7. You can get such satisfaction from seeing people meet that would not necessarily have met if they were not, in Anna's case, in her bar, of different age groups, different styles, different socio-economic backgrounds, and different nationalities. Put all the ingredients together and something really amazing and tasty comes out of it. Eight, if you are creating spaces, set the environment for people to feel more relaxed so that they will feel more relaxed in themselves and will start talking more. Create pinch points to get people to meet. For example, like the coffee machine, design for functionality and warmth. Nine, just get that healthiness from nature to get your chemistry right in your head. Ten, just start with little things, doing good deeds like saying hi and any other ways you can help others to get out of your head. Then the rest will come as the positive feedback you get from others gives you strength so you can start looking more at what you want to do and get better at it. 
if you like yourself because you're a good person, it's so much easier to say, what skill sets do I want to do? And Anna's given us that much. There's a few more than 10. Number 11, to stay grounded, try to understand what other people think. Have a bit of empathy for others. They may have different levels of creativity and different skill sets that they can bring to the table. Try to find people with different skill sets and appreciate what they have. 12. Get inspired by enjoying getting people what they want and get them even more. Give them more than they expected. 13. Review your business from an environmental standpoint, like choosing renewable energy. Look for local suppliers and maybe fix up old furniture instead of throwing it out. And finally, number 14. Always take your running shoes with you when travelling. Well, I've really enjoyed today with Anna and yeah, hope to see you soon. That's it for today. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, please either share them in the comments or send me an email at ian, spelt I-A-I-N, at fearlessinspiration.one. Watch out for the next two episodes where we'll be speaking to Nick Williams, expert on inspiration who helps others to find their inspired, courageous and natural leadership and tap into what wants to exist in this world through them. He's the author of a number of books on the subject, including the work we were born to do. And Simon Zucci, experienced investor, successful entrepreneur and best-selling author, also recognised as one of the top wealth creation strategists in the UK. He also founded the Property Investors Network, which has become the largest property network organisation in the UK. And he has launched the Crowd Property crowdfunding platform. Well, that's it for today. Have a great fortnight. See you soon. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.